Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to KUWTAK Reimagined, I guess. Yes. I'm your host, is... Johan. Yes, and this is Rebecca. Hello. Hello, hello. In case anyone wondered whether we still existed and... We yeah. sadly do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Johan, do you want to do you want to explain our our what's the word? How we came back? Our disappearance like and Jesus, our <laughs> like Jesus rising <laughs> from the dead, like a phoenix from the ashes, coming out of his cave. That is us. That is us. Yeah. I don't know. I think. Well, like I said earlier, this is like a reimagined version. Yeah. I don't know. I think we both lost interest and mm. passion. Yeah. We've recorded, I think we had we had one that we lost. And then we recorded two that Which we never... Which one did we lose? We lost one of our podcasts. Oh. And then there was two that we never yeah. aired. We were a bit drunk. And <laughs> on both of them. And they were really bad. Yeah. And very, like, unprofessional, you know. And that's just not who we are. You know, we are... Highly professional. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we decided to come back to the studio to um, record a new... We decided to pull out our mic stands and, <laughs> you know, yeah. sit back in our chair and... <laughs> in our booths. In our booths. <laughs> and come back and, you know, just say hello again. Yeah. I guess. I think Johan and I both have a lot of opinions and, you know, sometimes... You get tired of talking into the void and people not hearing your opinions. And sometimes it can be nice to just have a platform to express them on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just speak shit. Yeah. And I, and I feel like also now we have become a bit more grown up compared yes. to like our first podcast. I listened to our fir- the first season and I just cringe. Mm. I can't with it. Yeah. It was gross. Well, we're probably like... In two years, we'll listen back to this. <laughs> yeah, true. You're like, oh my god, who are those people? <laughs> but it's good to document things as well, you know. It is. Have a have a permanent digital footprint. That <laughs> make sure that our permanent digital footprint is, ha, you know, has a piece of us out there. And as morbid good. as it sounds, like if I want to die or not want to die, if I do die, then like my mom can like listen to me one day. I do not want my parents <laughs> to listen to this. Yeah. Neither do I, but like, Whatever. cute, you know, fun. Yeah, I mean, if I die, Johan can listen to this, you know. True. And he can listen to the thousands of voice notes I've sent him. <sighs> the thousands. <laughs> hundreds, maybe hundreds, I'd say. But yeah, we've reignited our passion. Not really. I mean, this yeah. is our first one. This is a trial. Yeah, hopefully um, we air this one. <laughs> hopefully this one will make it to your device. <laughs> Yeah, um, and something about it, we were speaking the other day and we were just thinking, wow, we are such great conversationalists, you know, yeah. we really need to spread this talent yeah. that we have with an audience of 17. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 2% Australian. Um, but 1% less than 1% Bahrain. Bahrain, yeah, the Bahrainians need our... Our voices. And the zero-year-olds. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Um, yeah, and I think, like, when Johan and I speak, like, to each other, we often, like, bring up, like, really interesting topics. Because I think, like, that's one of the reasons, like, why we are friends. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, we are friends also, like, on an intellectual level, I guess. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, not that we, like, intellectual giants or anything, <laughs> but, like... I mean, we kind of are, aren't we? Or we think we are. We love to think it, yes. <laughs> we love to think it. But, you know, and we kind of speak to each other in a very, like, podcasty way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like if people <laughs> listen to us any time of any day... Yeah, you could stick a recorder somewhere and air that shit, baby. Yeah. Well, actually, no, we do talk shit a lot, so... But it's always of value. Yeah. It's always of interest. Yeah, it is. That's true. Okay. I think the one thing Johan and I both agreed that we wanted to speak about um, was an artist that we both speak about a lot, like, just in general conversation. Yes. Um, 
And Johan actually introduced them to me. So thank you, Johan. Thank you, me. <laughs> Johan has an interesting music taste. Um, yeah, so the, the artists we want to speak about and kind of like the cultural impact that, that their genre of music is having is Dorian Electra. Wow, what an icon. Everybody, yeah. clap for Dorian Electra. <laughs> so Dorian, Dorian is a gender-fluid um, performer, artiste, songwriter. Musician. Musician. Uh, also like a drag performer, hey? Like yeah, their, basically. Like their stuff is very much like drag, you know? Yes. They are so interesting. Yeah. I truly love them. So... To fill people in, you would kind of class Dorian Electra's music as somewhat uh, hyperpop, mm, right? Yeah. It's like, if you don't know what hyperpop is, is get with it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> get on TikTok. Can we speak about hyperpop for a bit? Yeah, sure. Because I was, while doing extensive research for this podcast, um, I watched a video essay last night about like, the evolution of hyperpop. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you are more versed in, like, the artists of hyperpop than I am. Yes. So I kind of wanted to, like, understand it. Um, and I found, like, some... I mean, this kind of shows you, like... I think it's really exciting as well because... So I watched some video. It had, like, 3,000 views or something. And, like, all of the videos about hyperpop had, like, 3,000 views or, like, very <laughs> few views. And, shit. and I was like, okay, it kind of shows you how, like... It's still like an emerging yes. kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, so I kind of just tried to educate myself on it last night. And they kind of spoke a lot about like Charlie XCX as the mm-hmm. like forerunner. She's like the the main character. Yeah. Or the main, the poster child for the hyperpop mm-hmm. movement. I really respect her as like an artist. I don't. I haven't, like, listened... You know, I'm not, like, a huge, like, diehard fan, I can't can yeah. say. But... So what they were kind of saying about her in the in the essay, right? Because um, she kind of started up in this, like, weird, like, indie scene, kind of. And then she got on... You remember in, like, 2012, you know? Yeah, there what was, was that song that she had? Boom Clap. Boom. Yes, yes. <laughs> and she was also, like, on some song with Iggy Azalea, I think. Oh, she was? Yeah. Which one was that? Uh, fancy? No, she no. wrote fancy. She wrote. Did she write fancy? She, she co-wrote fancy. Wow. Not fancy by Oval Peck. Oh, <laughs> no. Imagine. Um, but yeah, so they kind of were like showing. So she kind of started off as indie, and then she started kind of getting into the mainstream, like yes, pop. Yes. And then, so while she was kind of blowing up for these like mainstream pop things, she also released some. Like, more underground, like, niche. Experimental. Yeah, like, EPs and stuff. And then that stuff didn't do so well, but her stuff with the pop artists did well. Yes. So then, like, at that time, she kind of had to choose between whether she was going to carry on with, like, ride the, like, the pop kind of thing or do her own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, so she kind of chose to... um, stick with the underground stuff and she like apparently was like a huge like rave performer like she would perform at raves and and um she released a whole bunch of like eps and stuff with so this one guy i can't remember his name um but he started like this music company called um what the fuck is it called mc pc music. PC, music. pc music isn't it aj cook aj cook yes, yes. yeah so he so she signed with them and then started doing the stuff and now they um, and so I was actually looking at some of the stuff and in like one of her albums, like one of her later albums, you know who like produced most of them? Sophie. Sophie. Yes. yes. How crazy. I did not know that they were like a... So how I found out about hyperpop yeah. was before TikTok, I listened to PC music. The genre used mm. to be called PC music. Yeah. And the genre was basically whatever that label was producing. Yeah. It was very niche, very quiet, not a lot mm. of people. How did you find out about them? I think probably YouTube. Mm. I get a lot of my music from YouTube. Yeah. And I find a lot of my music via YouTube videos because I 
for me, a song needs to have a video. Yeah. It's very important for me. Yeah. I've said it in my previous uh, podcast, mm. like Madonna and Gaga and them. It's very important yeah. for me to have a visual of a song. And I can and remember one, one PC song. It was... Who was the artist? It was called Hey Cutie. It's Cutie. Cutie's the artist. It's Cutie the yeah. artist. Yeah. She's like in this like pink outfit. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And it's like super weird, super. <clears throat> it doesn't make sense. She feels a bit statuesque, robot-ish. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, what is this? And then I eventually learned more and stuff. But then after TikTok came about. Mm-hmm. And um, what are those people called? Um, Hundred Gex and all that shit. Yeah, it's TikTok almost popularized it to some degree yeah well i think like the main thing about hyper pop as well is that it's very queer mm. and i think that tiktok like the groups of of t- people like queer people on tiktok kind of also brought that to the front you know what i yes, mean yes. like there's always those jokes is like oh when you're riding in the car with that gay guy and he's playing like the music that sounds like the worst thing you've ever yes, heard yes. <laughs> and they're talking about like hyper pop kind of shit um yeah but i think it's really interesting um what's that guy's name the guy who um the guy who's part of 100 gigs so it's two it's a woman and yes. a guy i don't know what, I his, don't name know what his name is it's something with an a i think i don't mm. know um alec no i don't know yeah but yeah he's also but. a producer of a lot of um like hyper pop and that's what i really like about the hyperpop scene is mm, that the production everything is produced by each other and yeah. everything is like written it's very um as much as it's a really well gatekept uh mm. community mm. the uh people who create the music really uplift each other and help yeah. each other and yeah. that's what i really like yeah like a dorian electro went on tour with um charlie xcx because mm-hmm. she um because uh charlie had dorian in one of his songs um and i think oh um that's who the other person was that they featured a lot was um rena sawayama rena, rena is it rena mm-hmm. is that her first name yeah her videos are fucking amazing she's amazing she's really amazing i watched her one video which like fucking blew my mind it was about um it was like a critique of capitalism yes excess the XS. one where she's selling. yes it was so good i think yeah like that's also the one thing about darian going back to our main person that we're speaking about is that like all of their videos are um like you know i listened to some of the flamboyant album Mm -hmm. and you know some of the songs like they sound really good like when you listen to them alone but they just are like amplified by the music video you know what i mean yes and also like the meaning behind them you know yes that's why i say i think it's so cool the hyperpop culture is the visuals that go along Mm -hmm. with it Mm -hmm. it's not just making this weird mix between pop and i don't know like edm it's mm. also a performance in a way yeah. it's like a a lot of artists use it as a critique on mm, exactly social commentary and all these interesting things are definitely go look at sophie as a main mm. example if you don't know who sophie is sophie is uh, also one of like the forefront members of the hyperpop mm. community. Rest she has peace. died recently. Um, but she's like a prime example of... She's a transgender woman. Mm. And her music, as much as it was weird and didn't always make much sense, they always had critiques on certain pop culture events or just different ideas. So, like... Mm one of their songs, Face Shopping, is a critique on uh, idealised beauty and how uh, people, as well as trans people, uh, try to um, beautify themselves. Mm. Very interesting. Very cool. Love her. 
yeah rest in peace i think it was really amazing that she was like a producer like you know behind the scenes mm-hmm. because i felt like so the video that i watched last night that was kind of it kind of like idealized charlie xc exhibit and being like she was the like move like thing that moved everything forward but i think like that's the thing about hyperpop is that the production is almost the most important thing as well because it's super like heavily produced (laughs) like you can't just go in there and like do an acoustic like thing you know it's (laughs) like layers and layers of production um and you can kind of see that also with like an artist like grimes you know Mm -hmm. because she also produces a lot of a lot of her own stuff and it's not necessarily hyper pop but it's definitely kind of in that in that field. In that field. Well, you know? Rena is also a good example. Yeah. Her music is not clickety clackety. Yeah. But it's in that field of making it for mm. herself and her fans mm. and not for money. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because I followed her on Instagram and she has like 500,000 followers, like only, but she's like a massive name in like the hyper pop community, you know? Um, and the same with Darian. Like, I don't think that they make much money. Um, because <laughs> I think that um, yeah, I don't even know how you make money being a musician. Like, unless you're like a massive mu- musician, I guess like tours and stuff. I don't even know. I don't know, cause also how much money they like put into like yeah the way the, that they the present themselves and, and their videos. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about Darian's? Vi- now we've given a little bit of a background on on, on hyperpop. Should we talk about, like, Darian specifically? Because I feel yeah. like there's so much to unpack with, um, like, their music and Flamboyant especially. Like, the album. It is Flamboyant, hey? That is the name of the album. Yes. Yeah, the album. The Blue album. The Blue album. The Blue and... Well, so Darian has had a lot of music mm. and has had a lot of videos in the past and stuff. Not that many. Quite a bit. I mean, I went and looked at, like, on Spotify, there was some stuff from, like, 2016. And they used to work for, or they used to, um, they put out some stuff for, like, Refinery29. Um, like, <laughs> and it was really, they were quite shitty, like, songs. Like, I didn't like them that They mm. weren't shitty. But they were, like, really weird. One was, a, it was called, like, Vibrator. One was called, like, Clips yes. or something. Um. Okay, where were we? We were speaking about Darian. <sighs> Sorry, we got fun. rudely interrupted by a cat. Yeah, our disgusting. <laughs> Don't say that about <laughs> my cat. Um, yeah, we were talking about the music. Oh, the history. Called, yeah, the one was vibrator. The one was like about the clitoris. Yeah, that's good. They even had, like, a clitor- clitoris earrings, which was pretty cool. I didn't, like, go super in-depth to those videos. Because it wasn't, like, what I... No, I think when we're speaking about Dorian and Electra, we're speaking about their music starting from the Blue Album. What was it? Flamboyant. Mm. Uh, that album is, like, the start of Dorian mm. and Electra in my head. Mm. Yeah, because I think that's also when they started to play around. So they are, like, gender fluid. And I think that in that album, the thing that was, like, super interesting about it was the, like, gender, like, the commentaries on gender. You know what I mean? Yes. So all of Dorian's albums and uh, work has a specific concept attached to it and, mm. like, has a very... Uh, clear idea of what it's trying to say there's no Mm. oh today we're writing a fun love song you know it's a love song but it's about uh this doesn't exist but i'm saying it's a love song but it's about an incel (laughs) writing a love song to like the head cheerleader you know there's always a very direct reference that dorian is trying to portray yeah and i think that it's also like cool one thing that's really cool about Darren is also their words are, like, always super clear in the songs. Mm. And, like, you can hear exactly, like, what they're saying. And it's very much, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, it's not, like, this whole, like, 
um, yeah, you, you don't know, have to guess. It's not metaphorical and everything. And you then don't have to unpack it. Yeah, it's like, it's and and what is really interesting, um, which I always think is like the sign of a good artist is like that they make an album rather than just like making a whole lot of disconnected singles. Mm-hmm. Like the flamboyant album, like fits like each song kind of follows on from each other it's like one one is about so so the whole kind of thing is that um the whole album yeah darren like dresses up in all of the videos and stuff like in like drag i guess like you know it's like a male drag yeah, it's, it's drag drag is defined by an expression of a gender yeah or expression of gender so yeah, yeah they are addressing in drag yeah um and then so there's like one and it's like um I don't know. What is your favorite song from Flamboyant? What is your favorite video from Flamboyant? Or like just in general of Darren's? Just in general, that's in the next album. Let's get to the next album just now. Okay. Okay. What's your um, favorite song from Flamboyant? My favorite like song, like on its own, is Man to Man. Mm-hmm. Like I listen to that song in the car like all the time. It's so good because I feel like Darian's vocals in that are like really really good Um, and there's like this one song where because like um because like the way that they produce it as well there's a lot of like highs and lows and their voice is like you know what i mean like played around with a lot and then i feel like in that song it just it comes through really well but i think that like my favorite video i know which one's mine now Mine is Career Boy. I was going to say Career Boy as well. And Darren looked really hot in that one. I don't know why, but I just think that they look really hot in that one. And yeah, Career Boy is such a good one. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah, so Career Boy, it's like, I don't know if you would understand it if you didn't watch it with the video. Like, you would, but you'd have to, like, listen mm-hmm. to it a few times, you know. Do you want to describe the video? So basically, it's... It's this ma- man, like, working in an office. Yeah. And he's, like, in love with the office. Yeah, he gets, like, almost a sexual, like, thrill from it. Yes. And he's, like, Addicted. pouring coffee on himself. <laughs> yeah. And he's, like... Yeah, he's just really enjoying, like, working yeah, overtime. Yeah, so it's, like, career boy, and then he's, like... I work overtime all the time and like that's like his superpower <laughs> yeah. and then there's like videos of him like sitting at the desk so it's Darian dressed up as a guy yeah, like in drag yeah he's playing a character yeah, yeah. yeah. um and it oh it was so good and then and then there's like one scene uh, and then there's one scene where they, where they he's in like um like an office or like a little like conference room and it's like a sauna in there and Darian is like dripping with sweat and like hitting himself with like the towel and and then um and then there's one scene and it like cuts to him um like chained to like the files and stuff and like like (laughs) like what's the word flagellate like hitting himself yes yes like the thing and being like oh i just like (laughs) feel so good and he's like Oh, I love that video. So obviously, so this is like a critique on like capitalism, basically, and mm-hmm. like how we are like taught or we are told that like we need to like be in love with our work and mm-hmm. our work is like the only thing meaningful in our life, you know? Yeah. Very good. Very interesting. I love that video so much. It's so funny. <laughs> and it's just so good. And then, um, oh, I do. I really love that video. And then um, it's also kind of, like, a critique on, like, how being, like, a working man is also, like, part of, um, you know, uh, the whole masculine... Like, um, there was one video that I saw and they described it as machismo or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. It's not necessarily, like, masculinity, but, like, machismo is, like, kind of um, this, like, whole idea of what it is to be like a typical man yes. i guess I don't to know. be like a strong like yeah. individual yeah yes. um and i think that like it's weird how how well darian like portrays that like being gender fluid and stuff um and like not being born uh like a cis man like they have like an amazing understanding of like the nuances of like being, being a, a man, cis man. Yeah, it's, it's so crazy. interesting. Yeah, and I thought that they portrayed it like super well in like all of their ones. My other favorite one, yeah, was Man to Man. Like mm-hmm. that one was really cool. Um, and that one, do you want to explain the video for that one? 
How does Man to Man's video go? Didn't you know the video? I watched these videos like literally six times, like each. It's only bad. It's actually like became really bad. So for Man to Man's, I only got all the videos of the current the Green album in my head right now. Which ones are those? That's Guy Liner. Guy Liner, Ram it down. Ram it down. Um, uh, my lady. My I love that one. Um, and then, uh, gentleman. Oh, that's gentleman, Milady. Yeah, those are the yeah. same. We'll get to that. I love speaking about yeah, that one. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah. So, yeah. what happens in Man to Man again? So, I'm an expert on the blue album. You're an expert on the green album. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, in Man to Man, it's about. Um, it's it was really good. Like, also one thing I noticed about Dorian's um videos is that they always have male backup dancers, which is really yes. cool. Um, so man to also, man. a thing to note, just yeah. a random thing. In every single Dorian video, Dorian smashes his yeah. head with something. Yeah, I also saw those. Um, but in Man to Man, it's about like, it's the whole premise is saying like, I want you to fight me like a man. And like fighting, like, so Dorian dresses up as like a boxer. Like, oh, dude. okay. I can remember this. Yeah. And I then it's like this. boxing up against like this really like big like hot yeah. like muscly man and then um Darren is like no in order to fight me like a man like you have to use your words and use your feelings and that's like you know what it really means yes. to like fight like a man and then they're yes. about to like box each other and stuff and they just like kiss Kiss, yes and then oh, it was so good i love i love that um okay i can remember it now and then the other video which is my also, my one of my favorites is Daddy Like. Daddy I Like love is that. such a cool video. <laughs> and Specific- Flamboyant. Those are like the four. It's like Flamboyant. I love Flamboyant's video. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I think, I think Flamboyant was the first Dorian Electric uh, video I watched, mm. like a long time ago. I even I know how the the what's it the thumbnail, thumbnail. on YouTube looks. <laughs> He's got the like. Hair, like slick back and yeah. like one tendril I and like a red suit that and that yeah that like pencil yeah, mustache so Darren's like kind of signature is like this little gross little pencil mustache yeah but somehow it looks kind of hot but then yeah so in flamboyant Darren once again dresses up in like but this is like height of drag like I think that like the drag in this video is so good um and they dress up as like uh, for not Fibonacci. What is his name? Fibonacci. I don't know. That like really. Yeah, that guy. Gay, like, um, he's like a performer. Dresses up as that guy, uh, like Mozart or Beethoven or something. Like dresses mm-hmm. up as like these like super flamboyant, yes. like Characters. historical perf- like pe- people, and then um, plays like the piano. It's so good. It's like uh, I love that. And thing. he's got like. Doesn't he have like golden nails? On yeah, golden nails, and then also golden like eye makeup. Yeah, stunning. Yeah, so stunning. Do yourself a favor and go watch it. I really love those videos. Like I can, I can watch them. All Do you know day. my my favorite song from that album? That mm. to my knowledge, there's no video. Is emasculate. Mm. I don't think there's a yeah. There's not a video. I also really liked emasculate. That song is. There's something in it that's just so addicting. Yeah. So. Interesting. <laughs> but yeah, the whole album as a concept is basically like a critique on cis, ma- cis white men or just cis not men. Not cis white men, I think just like men. masculinity yeah. and like machismo, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's so interesting to listen to and try to dissect it. Mm. It's There's not a lot to dissect from a sense that, as we mentioned earlier, what he says is clear, you know, there's no like hidden metaphors mm. that he's like trying to hide in this like man character, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, it's extremely ironic. There's like like you say, with uh the the kissing scene mm. in Man to Man, you know, like obviously society is like, no men aren't supposed to be emotional and whatever. They're supposed to fight each other. Yeah. And then he, this character, like, topples that over, mm. you know. So interesting. So, so fun. I love them. They're such... They're so... Yeah. They so are great. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to buy um, their merch because they released those really cool, like, shirts and stuff. Yes. Oh, I really wanted to buy That one, one. with the bunny. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a joke. I think that was for the newer album, mm. the Green Album. I love the Green Album. I also love the Green Album. I, I love um, um, Milady and Gentleman Milady. I love that one. That so video is so <laughs> smart. I think that's the so first time you told me about Darren Electra was like, this. you must watch this video. I think so. Yeah. So, Milady and Gentleman is like a two part song. Mm. It's like, it's two songs, but essentially they go together. Yeah. They're like joined by the hip. Mm. And it's this critique on like incels. Incels. You know those? Gamers. Yeah, gamers, incels. You know those like Reddit uh, mm. moderators and mm. Discord users and mm. those. <laughs> Didn't we, um, did we not do a podcast on incels? We didn't do a podcast. I think we mentioned them in several of our games. Uh, I love talking about incels. But it's that whole fedora wearing. After watching ContraPoints' video on incels, I just like love talking about them. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> they are pretty funny. <laughs> but funny, but scary. Yeah, <laughs> truly scary. Yeah. So Terrifying. In, so in Gentlemen, like Dorian dresses up as like one of these incels. And, like, the way that they dressed up was so good. I don't know if you could call it drag. I feel like it's not, like, draggy, but it's, like... It was really oh, it's drag. That is full... That is... Doing is drag. That is drag. Yeah. It's a performance of that type of person. Yeah. It was cool. It's that, and like... And they have, like, a fedora on. And, like, katana. Yeah. And he, like, um, will, like, smash, like, uh, water bottles with his <laughs> katana and have like a big cape on and there was in the one like scene he's wearing like this big uh, button up like shirt and I literally have a shirt that looks exactly like that and like like big pants and I was like I could literally dress up exactly like that funny funny fact Dorian Electra is exactly the same height and weight as me how weird is that really yeah Wow. I don't know why. Like, I have an I have... obsession with looking up celebrities' net worth and celebrities' heights. Like, I have a bad obsession. <laughs> a bad obsession. I literally know everyone, like, so many celebrities' net I worths. feel like Dorian is, like, not so small. I try to find their... Small Excuse being. you. What is that? Are you saying that I'm some No, but, huge... like, if you look at Dorian... It's just... Tiny, tiny person. That well, five, they're five eight, so wow, pretty tall. I did not know that. Five eight, yeah. They do. I I was surprised because yeah, they don't have like much body fat on them, and they don't have like big <laughs> tits. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> there's like barely anything there, and like I have very um yeah, like I I would think anyway. Let's not get into that. I feel like that's. Off, that's a, besides the point. But anyway, I was looking because I tried to. I wanted to find like how much money they made from, mm-hmm. you know, their 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 various projects. I couldn't find it. There wasn't anything up. And I wanted to find if they had a boyfriend or girlfriend or someone because they did like a um like a. I love how I'm just like I I I'm obsessively <laughs> like I get obsessed with shit like weirdly. Um, you should have seen how much stuff I, like, researched about Cody Ko. Like, I literally know, like, his college education, um, <laughs> his height. He's also 5'8". He's actually, like, a centimeter shorter than I am. Um, That's for the next podcast. Oh, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. Yeah. You're so right. You're so right. I'm sorry. Stop it. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so I tried to find... Because Darian did, like, a Q&A little thing on YouTube. And they were talking about... Um, it was Darren with this other girl who Darren has like a song with or something I don't know, and they were talking about like relationships and stuff because Darren is like thirty. Is Darren thirty? Mm, twenty, yeah, thirty. Wow. Yeah, you see, I know all the facts. <laughs> that is so impressive, though. I know. Just no offense, thirty-year-olds, you can do whatever you want, but my perception of thirty-year-olds is not to be as in tune with internet culture. Mm. Mm-hmm. That can like make such interesting nuanced critiques on like the insult topic. Yeah, well, I mean, Dorian, I mean, Flamboyant is like four years old, is it not? Three years old. Is it? Let me check. I think it was made in like 2017. I'm not sure. I'm gonna check quick. Where's my phone? Oh, here it is. Um, That's so interesting. Yeah, but I'm not sure what they did. I um, thought Dorian was like 25. Let's see, Darren. Like, Le- Mac- see, look, Darren Electra <laughs> age. No internet. What the fuck? 
sorry. I'm like 90%. Oh, wait, what was I looking? Oh, I was looking to see when Flamboyant was released. It's definitely like 2017 or something like that, you know? Hmm. Flamboyant, here it is. The Dulux album. Oh, 2020. Oh, this and, is the but deluxe. That's the deluxe album. Oh, I don't have the other album. Okay, whatever. Just take my word that it's from <laughs> 2017. Okay, Darian Electro made it in 2017. It's like something around it. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I just like have no perception of age. They do look quite ageless. Yeah. The one thing, um, yeah, the one thing that I do enjoy about them is also, but now it's interesting as well as now they've started like dragifying like female like personas like with that yes, like a <laughs> yes the girl boss oh, no it wasn't the girl boss it was the like oh full, fuck it like What's, the autumn um, pumpkin spice fuck girl. the world because fuck yeah fuck the world because i love it i love that song yeah that see that's from the green album mm. brilliant yeah. amazing yeah so to fill people in that aren't with it. That don't know as much about Darian Electra as we do. Yeah. So this this album, or not this album, this song, Fuck the World, <laughs> is... Super, like, super hyper-pop. Yeah. Mixed with, like, screamo. Yes, yes, yes. Like, super out there, super weird, like, yeah. not conventional at all. And it's literally called Fuck the World. Yes. But then Dorian's character in the music video mm. is this good Christian white girl. Mm, like in the suburbs, like American, um, you know, like, and then, so, and also what I loved is like all of the, um, uh, what's the word, like promo for the yes, video? Yes, the press. Yeah, the press and stuff, like she... Um, like the character was like put into all of that shit as well. So like Darian would like post a uh, Instagram whatever and be like have a caption of like, oh you know I'm so excited for you guys to see like my upcoming project, and then they would put like a whole lot of little yeah. you know like emojis and stuff, which is like very yeah. like off of their usual persona, you know. It's like live, laugh, love. Yeah. My new song, fuck the world. It's gonna be so great. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so much for like you know the God has blessed me. Yeah. And then like the actual song is like. <laughs> <laughs> I think they did a. a, a it was either like a YouTube live or an Instagram live or mm. something where Dorian stayed in character <laughs> the whole time <laughs> and they were like doing, putting makeup on or something. It, mm. it was like doing... Oh, it was the makeup. Uh, yeah. Because when the, when the song came out, the fans obviously are, are in on the joke. Yeah. So they are also responding like, Wow, Queen, this is so good. <laughs> I'm uh, gonna play this at my my, at my wedding. <laughs> my church group are gonna love this song. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like this like screaming, screaming yeah. "fuck the world" song, and then everybody was like, "Wow, drop the makeup uh, <laughs> tutorial." The tutorial you yeah, know. I, I, oh, but and the shoes are, and the way that the video is edited as well, it's all like. Fading in, yes. fading out, and then like and then leaves you, transitioning yeah, across the and screen. And then the like Christian girl, like Darren, uh, yeah, and Darren is wearing like a full like face of this like terrible, like super <laughs> shitty like makeup, but it's like and like this cheap like ugly wig. But she does look very much like a like a Christian, like a Christian typical girl. American yeah. kind of thing. And then, but then like at the end of the video, then she like starts twerking up yes. like against the tree or something. <laughs> It is so good. And, it is and so she just good. like holds her like mug and like looks into the camera like, ah, fuck the world. <laughs> yes. That, Dorian released an acoustic version yeah, of that. I heard it, where yeah. they were like, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. I think that's really cool. I love following the press mm. for Dorian Electra. I think. What press? Like the stuff that they post? The press, as in like the things to get you engaged and oh, yeah. um the i don't know like the things that they do to promote their music yeah like they do have interesting the, like the stuff. instagram live yeah. giving yeah. a makeup tutorial i think it was so 
mm. ingenious. And recently, uh, Dorian had this character. Uh, <laughs> the frog uh, thing. No, no, no. Uh, remember, I sent you. It's it was it's called Girl Boss Today. It's run by oh, yes. another artist called Chester Lockhart, yeah. and uh, they have a Twitch stream. And do you use Twitch? Yeah. How do you even use Twitch? Like, what even do they, like, do you have to pay for it? You don't have to pay for Twitch. What is Twitch? Twitch is like another, it's like YouTube, but everything's live. Oh, I'm not a fan of live videos. You love your live videos. I do love live stuff. I'm not a fan of live stuff. Okay, yeah, I'll carry on. It's like slow burning and not that, like, difficult to watch. Mm. You don't have to pay for Twitch. You can, you can go watch these videos. But it's live. I've missed it. No, they, like, get saved. Oh. But if you don't watch it live, it's not as fun. I feel like if I get Twitch, I already have Discord. I'm going to be, like, a... <laughs> I'm going to, like, transform myself into a, a femme self. A femme even self. though I am not involuntary, involuntarily celibate. Celibates. <laughs> a femme self. No, that's a word. A yeah. femme self. It's the newest. You see, I'm on the, like, very female side of TikTok. Like, I think I get, like, maybe, like, two videos out of ten that'll have, like, a man in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, wh- like half of those videos are, like, gay <laughs> twinks. <laughs> Not really, actually. I get very few twinks on my TikTok, which I'm very I grateful I felt that, for. like, femcells can't exist because the idea of a femcell is like non-existent because women, men would literally are like the grossest human beings ever and would women are reclaiming the term yeah. i mean i know some girls who in high school were definitely femcells can you not think of the i can think of people who were definitely femcells or not fem but I, I don't think i think they were voluntarily celibate yeah but that's also just like oh wait never mind i thought of one okay who we dish on her every single episode that we've ever made and she's such a queen actually (laughs) okay no shame um what were we talking about oh femcells yeah no femcells are like a real thing i think that like women are now reclaiming it you know or like claiming it because they Women are, like... are reclaiming the word femcell. <laughs> Power to the femcells. <laughs> Women should be able to be disgusting and <laughs> involuntarily celibate. Although I think that the thing that makes incels so terrible is like their misogyny and like their like their deep rooted like I don't know, hatred oh, yeah. for everything. And I don't think a femcell would go like shoot up a school, you know. No. Maybe. I mean, no, you don't hear a woman shooting up schools, though. Mm. To my knowledge, there isn't a woman shooting up a school. She did. Go off, queen. Girl boss moment. (laughs) Whenever I hear, I listened to a podcast the other day, like a true crime podcast, and (laughs) it was about, like, this mystery woman who killed, like, ten, like, dozens of people. And I was just like, wow, she's, like, so talented. Like, and she didn't get, like, caught and stuff. And they were like, and she has, like, um, a, an intravenous drug addiction. And I was like, oh, shame. Like, it's not her fault, guys. No. <laughs> but if I, whenever I listen to stuff about, like, men murderers, I'm like, they are disgusting. Like, they should rot. <laughs> it's not her fault, guys. What? That is so true. Mm. Yeah. A mass murdering woman is it actually a hero in my eyes. It depends on who she murders, you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, men or women. Yeah, do you know of any, like, I mean, I don't know of many, like, What's mass her name? murdering females. Irene Warnos, she mm. killed a bunch of men. Exactly. As Queen. she should. <laughs> Pop up, queen, go ahead. As is her right. <laughs> if I was on the judgment panel, I would have been like, I see nothing wrong here. <laughs> You'll just hate her because yeah. she's a strong woman. Exactly. But on the other hand, like you hear like stuff of like women like killing their children and stuff like that should get us fucked up. Like I wouldn't yeah. be like, you know, but if it's a man, it's like, you, you know. Pop up. 
it, it was coming to them. Yeah. It's like that. It's like that. Um. I mean, that, if you murdered me right now, I would yeah. not hold a grudge. <laughs> I know you wouldn't. I'd be like, wow. I know you wouldn't. I know that you would understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, or I just wouldn't understand, but I'd, I would accept it. Mm. I won't hold any yeah, resentment. It's you. like in Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know that um, I was gonna okay. No, Survivor's different. I'm wait, sorry. Wait, if wait, I get voted out in Survivor, wait, I will hold a grudge. Let, we're talking about Survivor now, but I just wanted to put in a thing. You know, you don't like Chicago the Musical, but I love Chicago the Musical. And then they have that whole scene where they're all in the jailhouse and they're like, he heard it come. Yes, the jailhouse tango. Yes, and they're all just talking about how they like murdered their husbands yes. and they're like, he heard, that was the ultimate girl boss wow. murderer moment. And then they just like laugh at their stupid husbands that they all killed. And That's like them. the only good Chicago song. I agree. I do think that's the, the best The cell block one. tango. How do you know the name of it? I'm an avid <laughs> musical lover. <laughs> Just because I don't like Chicago doesn't mean that I don't know. I still know. have to hate to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to learn all the lyrics in case one day that's like, true. I get mobbed and like people start singing it. Chicago. I need to join in. You're like, oh my God. What's the woman who um, starred in it? Um, Catherine, not Catherine Tita Jones, the girl who, the woman who starred in Bridget Jones's Diaries. Oh, I don't know. Oh, well, anyway, she was in the Chicago. She was in the movie version of Chicago. I've not watched the movie version. Oh, I watched it in theaters. I've only watched the bad, um, like screen recordings, like oh, people yeah. take secretly. And then they upload it to YouTube and call yeah. it Slime Video Extreme um, Chicago Fun Place for Kids Only. No wonder you hate it so much. <laughs> You're like, what is this? Shit? I tried to watch Hamilton and it was the worst. I could not get through it. Like, I can't so stand bad. Hamilton. And it's so long. It's like three hours long. It, well, all musicals are like, it takes ages. Well, you know, not all of them. True. Oh. Mamma Mia was done in... <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't. I'm like, the Americans go fucking feral for Chicago. <laughs> I mean, not Chicago, for Hamilton. I can't stand it either. I hate it so much. I didn't know what was happening. I don't know what the fucking storyline was. I was like, who's killing who? <laughs> who's betraying who? Uh, it's very... New Age Romeo and Juliet. It's so shit. And isn't it set in the French Revolution? I don't know. Or is it Confederate? No, it's American. Have, it's, it's. Are you sure? Yeah. They have General Lafayette. And General Lafayette was. Um, that's the French Revolution. That's person. the French Revolution. And he's also was. Um, they sing about Lafayette in Lemus. Of course they do. <laughs> He was also very instrumental. There was also another Lafayette. Was his name Lafayette? I think his name was Lafayette in the Haitian Revolution, which was Haiti is a French colony. Well, was a French colony. And he was like one of the the motivating factors that led Haiti to freedom. So (laughs) there you go. I don't know if his name is actually Lafayette, but it was one of those guys. But you know what's the biggest contributor to why uh, Hamilton is so bad? That guy. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Lin-Manuel. Did he write it? <laughs> yes. He oh. also made... He also wrote um, In the Heights. I've not watched it. It's the one that's going viral on TikTok yeah, at the Yeah, I have moment. seen it. I have seen it on TikTok. What's that? The yeah. Song? We believe and danced for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been shaking your ass for like no, half of the there's Heights. There's also that other one. It's now we have sex with Yolanda. No, America. Bueno. You didn't hear it from me. No, I don't. I haven't watched that movie. It's Lin Manuel. Lin Manuel. What? Lin Manuel. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Good old Lin Miranda. I don't know. Fucked it up. I don't know who he is. I mean, did he write the whole. I swear Hamilton's been around for like so long, though. No. No. How long has it been around for? It's been around for maybe, I don't know, 10 years? Is that no. long? Well, I don't care about it. I no, could, I, I couldn't, couldn't care. care. It's not one of the icons. No. If it's not written by Stephen Sondheim, 
it's not lamers, I don't want it. <laughs> if it's not lamers, <laughs> who, who cares? <laughs> I rewatched it again. If it's not an other song but sang by Meryl Streep, <laughs> who isn't? Who even is it? <laughs> yeah, I watched it. Um, I watched Lamers again for like the third time, and it literally made me cry like three times. And I was like, it's just too good. Like just, it really is. It's so good. It's so good. I forced Ruben to watch it the other day. Ruben's my friend. Um, and I think he watched it like three times and forced his mom to watch it as really well. It is good. Um, yeah. What's his name? The guy that you love? Um, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. He really holds that whole fucking. He like he <laughs> he's so iconic. That and also Anne Hathaway's "I Dreamed a Dream." I just cry every time, even if I like listen to it. I'll like cry. It was so good. She was in so much pain. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> She, she, had, just so, so she had so pain. much taken away from her. She did not deserve it. <laughs> that poor, poor fictional character. That, it is true. Yeah. Shame. Yeah, and it's said like after the. Everyone thinks that it's during like during the French Revolution, but it's actually like. In this like weird. Liminal. Liminal space. <laughs> Uh, and Eddie Redmayne is in it. I used to have such. And Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, she's the an most amazing, beautiful singer. woman ever. She is beautiful. Good for her. Pop off queen. Go she ahead. has not had like a single bad role. Name a bad role. I dare you. Okay, no, she was in like one movie called like Love Romeo or something or something. She really has not had a bad role. She really she's so iconic. She's she has had a lot of. Good she's roles. Cosette in yeah. Les Mis. Yeah. She's. Ever. Needy in exactly. Jennifer's body. Exactly. She's Sophie in Mamma Mia 1 and 2. She wasn't the best in Mamma Mia 2, but we can forgive her. She's Karen in Mean Girls. No, she's not. She, she, yeah, she is. Is she? Is she <laughs> in Mean Girls? She's Karen, oh my God, the dumb yes. one. Wow, she has so much range. <laughs> Jeez, she plays Karen, who's like a... Beautiful, dumb um, blonde, dumb blonde, and then she plays needy, who's supposed to be ugly, an intellectual, <laughs> smart yeah. blonde. Yeah, and then, and then she plays a twenty-year-old getting married who has three dads, and <laughs> and then she plays Sasha Baron Cohen's um, bitch <laughs> in Lamers. <laughs> she really ha- does has done it all. Wow. She's been in, um, my mom was watching this one, like, old series, um, about Mormons. Don't ask why my mom watches such a I think, she, I think she And has. she was in that, and you know who else is in it? Is Chloe Savini. Who Who's was, Chloe Savini? Don't you know who Chloe Savini is? No. She's iconic. You have to go look her up. She's really cool. Who's she's, she? She's, like, a model slash actress, and she's just, like, an all-round, like, really iconic person. And I'm trying to think of... Oh, she was in fucking American Horror Story. She was in... She played... In Asylum, she played, like, the girl who's, like, a sex freak. Oh. Yes. Oh. Mm. Okay. And then, and then she also plays... I think she's also in Hotel, and she plays, like, the wife Yes, yeah, she plays like the that. wife, yeah. Yeah. So. Is that Chloe Savini? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's not that like? iconic. She is. I'll send you some pictures. She was one of the reasons why I bleached my eyebrows. Oh, really? Mm. You should see her when she was, like, in the 90s. She has, like... She's had, like, really cool, like, fashion, and she's really cool. I thought she bleached her eyebrows because of Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga and Chloe Savini. Uh-huh. Two icons. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And myself. I'm a convert. I love her now. <laughs> exactly. We've completely gone off topic. Yeah. Good old the poor same Dorian. Oh, uh, yeah. We did speak about her a lot. I mean, oh, fuck, sorry. Sorry, Dorian. <laughs> sorry, Dorian. <laughs> we did speak about them a lot. Fuck. I was getting... Although we were talking about women for so long, my, my pronouns got... Um... Well, to be very honest, I called Dorian a he earlier, so... Yeah, but, I mean, I was watching the ContraPoints video today about pronouns, um... And it was it was actually a very good like argument for like how however a person like wants to be perceived, like that's the kind of 
pronoun you should use you know what i mean mm. and it's also like when you see like drag queens dress up like when you when you talk about the, the queens you know you say like oh she like looked so good at, in that you know mm-hmm. what i mean but then like when they're out of drag although to be fair like i kind of talk about the queens like using she pronouns the whole the whole way through like for 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 drag race but i don't mm-hmm. even really watch drag race anymore mm, difficult but we need to learn we need to learn. learn. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> also, I don't think it comes bad because, like, our intentions are good. Yeah. We love them. Them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> what else uh, do you have to say? What else do you have to say for yourself? I don't know. I don't know what else we wanted to speak about. No. I think we should finish this one up. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Put it in a cute package and say, cheers, love. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to say one more thing about hyperpop. If we can okay. go back to that. Let's circle back. <laughs> can just circle, circle back, back all the way to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, after talking about <laughs> musicals for like 20 minutes. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I feel like hyperpop is like the future you know what i mean like that's kind of like now that we've been seeing because i was trying to think um which i've been kind of thinking for a while like can you think of any like cisgender men right now who are like really like fucking popping off with music absolutely not can you think of anyone i can think of people releasing music are they popping off no no ew did you see that ed sheeran uh, music oh, video no i don't even want to look at it like i think he i think i got like a sponsored post on <laughs> on like my instagram and it was like a picture of him dressed as like a vampire or something and i was like what the fuck is this and i was like is that i was like that looks like ed sheeran <laughs> and i was like surely it's not ed sheeran dressed in like some disgusting vampire makeup and it was him anyway but yeah like i was trying to think like can you think of any like artists right now that are like really fucking popping off you know like the last like great like male artist we had was like okay well obviously i'm not like the rap kind of industry is its own kind of yes, thing it's you know pa- what I mean? yeah that is we're speaking about ma- like mainstream yeah pop yeah no yeah Nobody. And, I, and i feel like right now like the queer and um like these kind of more experimental artists are so much more coming to the forefront, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, like, honestly... I think it's it's really exciting because we kind of are witnessing, like, a new transition. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. So, yeah, that's what I was just thinking about. Because I was trying to think, like, can you think of any, like, male artists, like, since... I don't know, like, Prince and David Bowie and, like, Freddie Mercury, maybe. You know, those... And they were all, like... <laughs> queer yeah you're right and like can you think of any other person in the music okay besides Kanye West I you can't change my mind on Kanye West but he has had a huge impact on music but (laughs) like anyone who's had like more of like who's more of like a cultural icon like Lady Gaga is like a literal like cultural icon you know what I mean like and I feel like well one could argue Justin Bieber oh my god I went to his Instagram like because who was it um um curtis connor did a video like an old video from like 2019 or 2018 or something about like justin yeah justin bieber like released yummy and he had like the worst like press on pr shit like he was so weird about his release and then i went and like scrolled through all of his um like instagram and it was so weird like he had all pictures of babies on there and underneath it was like yummy yes yes <laughs> i can remember this and, and people like, were like what the fuck is happening <laughs> yes i can remember this i was like what does that mean <laughs> yes i can remember this yeah but anyway and like i think that Dorian and electra and like you know like people like rena not rena Rina Sawayama. Is it Rina? I keep on... I always remember her surname and not her first name. Mm-hmm. Rina Sawayama and, like, um, you know, and these kind of artists, and they, like, have, like, so much more... Like, they're so well-rounded and they're, like, so good. And I'm like, oh, they're just so good. They are essentially kind of doing what people like 
Lady Gaga and for me Madonna was doing mm. where they were creating songs and they weren't just creating the music videos and the songs just to create it. Mm. There was a story. Don't speak too much about Gaga because we still wanted to do the Born This Way. Oh, yeah. But they were essentially creating things to for the fans and for mm. their own art, you know. Exactly. And that's what I think is really amazing about it. And it's 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 art, you know what I mean? It's mm. not like... It's not like... Um, Let's just sing a song yeah. about... That bad breakup I went yeah, through. Yeah, or going out and drinking. Unless you are Rihanna and you sing a song about going out drinking. Or what is that Lady Gaga song where she gets like lost in the club or something? I don't know. There's a lot of songs like that. <laughs> Ugh, what a queen. You queen. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Do whatever you want. <laughs> you can walk all over my face and I'll thank you. Okay, I think we can end it there. I don't know what else we can say. Yeah, let's just say thank you for listening to our comeback podcast first episode. Yeah, and I think that it's cool because, like, we're talking about stuff that we have, like, interest in. And yeah. we're not just talking about ourselves. But I do love talking about myself. But We are just so interesting. But not like, right now. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Let's just pretend we are. Okay. But we just can't put that on to our viewers. Yeah, yeah. We don't want them to be we'll jealous of us. save that for our Patreon account where you can... <laughs> Go subscribe and then you you can pay and we'll um, get the camera crew to release some of our videos and stuff. Okay. Oh, yes. Our Patreon account. Okay. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Okay. Bye. bye.